predictions first? Once again, you're <laughs> unaware of my recording. Yeah, thanks a lot, you <laughs> jackass. Oh, God, I don't know how many times I catch you doing this. So how was your day, sir? My day was pretty awesome because uh, I took a trip in uh, Target and I bumped into my, my good buddy Booker T. Anybody knows the Harlem Heat music? We got to get actual music. We can't be doing this fake special effects stuff. Welcome to another episode of Ronnie and Markel Make a Podcast. This is episode number 22. 22? 22 in the can? 22? Is it 23? I'm starting to lose count. I'm a fucking old man. Jesus, it's 22. 22. All right, number 22. 22. Jeez, do you remember what, 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 do you remember what you were doing at age 22? Uh, 22, uh, let's see, probably drinking off, uh, <laughs> still at 22, checking out chicks, man, men do it forever, <laughs> what, have you not heard about all the sexual like, things Ooh. that are going on in the news, <laughs> this is true, people, uh, men are perverts for a very long time, uh, probably till their grave, uh, hey guys, once again, this is episode number 22, welcome, I'm Markel, and I'm Ronnie. And we're here to talk geek news, my friend. Uh, we got a little bit of everything here today. We got some comic news. We got some TV news. We got some wrestling news. Uh, we'll tell you a little bit about our day. We uh, spent uh, most of today, I'd say probably the last, what, 12 hours on the road uh, going to various different signings and conventions for the WWE because coming up uh, this weekend, this weekend uh, is by the time you hear this podcast, we've already have seen uh, Royal Rumble and we're going to talk about some of our predictions and hopefully Royal by the time you hear it, it'll be like we're speaking in the future and we already predicted it. Uh, but yeah, and I'll be, probably be right for most of my predictions. I don't think you will be, but you know, hey, we'll we'll, we'll talk about that. Uh, TV news and a little bit of toy news. We don't really uh, divvle, we divvle and dabble in the toy land, but there's some uh, good and and bad news in toy land. So we'll get to it. So where do you want to take us first, good sir? I know where I want to start first. You know me. Here we go. Jesus. You ready? You ready? Here comes the cheap sound Here comes. My winner in prediction, hopefully when the smoke clears and they go, and new Universal Champion, this music will play. <laughs> okay, that's it for that. Jesus. Um, so, if you haven't heard already, and you probably have if you're listening to this podcast, that... Uh, for the Universal title uh, at Royal Rumble 2018, Braun Strowman will face Kane and the Universal Champion, The Beast, 
the undisputed champion, the reigning, the reigning, the conqueror. Maybe <laughs> he has like he has more names than the mother of dragons. Exactly. What the <laughs> hell? Like he's got so many names, but hey, it's because he keeps holding on to that title. Now we know he doesn't defend it that often, but hey, that's a whole nother story. Um, but yes, he will fake Brock. He will face. Brock Lesnar for the universal title. Hopefully, uh, not only will Braun Strowman beat Brock, but I hope that he pins Brock Lesnar. I don't want it. I don't even. That's how much I want Brock to lose. I'm sorry. I love Brock, and he's an awesome guy. But I want him to lose. I want it to be a 100% fair straight loss where he even pins Brock Lesnar himself. So you have it a, a, a pipe dream where you think that we they're going to let Brock Lesnar this dude who, as Stone Cold describes, is white hot and, like, freaking on top of the world, lose clean to Braun Strowman. Yes. I don't think so. Because one thing I say with that is I think that he doesn't – there's no benefit to that, really. Like, what does that do for Brock Lesnar? Like, he – I mean – Well, it doesn't do anything. Brock Lesnar is Brock Lesnar. The guy's a fucking household name. He yeah. doesn't need any of this stuff. And Kane – Kane's literally just in this match just for like some extra ratings. Listen, I don't, I really don't need Kane or Brock Lesnar doing. I'm not counting. I don't want to count him out though. I'm not gonna count Kane out and say he can't walk away and shock us all and he walks away as champion. But yeah, I don't, I don't think it'll happen. Um, hey, the title matches him. He's really the big red machine. It's the universal red title. Um, I don't see him. He's probably, for me, I think, even though he's my boy and one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, um, I think he has probably about the 5% chance. Uh, let's face it. You have two folk who in this match are who are actually in the Attitude Era that are essentially doing favors for Braun Strowman to boost him up. If you want to use that as an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If that makes you feel better. Okay. I think they're doing, they're doing him favors, and that's fine. You know, hey, look. Uh, on the what what was it? Uh, the Raw 25th anniversary, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, was his name Elias? If you join Elias, he, you know, he, aka Cena. the new version of Jeff Jarrett. Hey. Yeah, I said it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he could be like Jeff Jarrett. Hopefully, he wins as many titles as Jeff Jarrett. That'd be nice. Um, but yeah, John Cena did him a favor and took a guitar to the back as he hit him over the back. That, that kind of sucked too. Like. I know when they told John Cena, hey, you're going to get hit with a guitar on the 25th anniversary. Like, damn, I got to go out like a sucker on the 25th anniversary? Like, Nah, we all know John Cena's the the guy that's like, hey, Vince, whatever you need, I got you. And he's like, okay, you want a yacht, Cena? I need you to get hit in the head with a guitar. Okay. No problem. Let's do it. <laughs> and, hey, you know, some, some of the wrestlers are like that. Don't get me wrong. Met, met John Cena, really nice guy. Uh, Have yet to meet John Cena, but I still think he's a really nice guy. Hey, I, I think he loves his, he likes his fans, and uh, you know, I, I I wish him all the best. Maybe one day we will see him win that seventeenth title. Uh, maybe this year, sometime we'll get it. Maybe we'll. Mm, I'd say maybe if Cena was going to retire from wrestling anytime soon, that might be dope for him to who, win. Who would you see? And that's a that's a totally different thing. But who would you want to see in a retirement match for John Cena, like his uh, last that's a match? Very hard question. World title versus his career. If I like, if I think about from the roster of guys left, 
Randy Orton. I was about to say yes. Randy Orton is Randy Orton. Enough. I think that those two got hot around the same they, time. And they've also had huge battles together. Oh, absolutely! World title battles. Absolutely. They those two are definitely from the new era of wrestling and like the end of the Attitude Era, and they're still here. Yeah, they're kind of doing what, the favors. What does WWE do once John Cena and Randy Orton retire? John Cena, Randy Orton, The Miz, like all these guys have been there for mad years. Well, The Miz is actually, he's kind of like, look, I ain't, he's kind of being like a look, Jericho. I he's still like, remember, trying to stick around. I still remember The Miz when he first started with John Morrison and their little red carpet tag team. Remember, they were like yes. super young bucks, but smoking hot Molina. Uh, oh, which, uh, yeah, we've seen uh, Molina today. Uh, one, and she's uh, on still a, smoking hot. Still smoking hot. Um, we were on the road today, uh, since we're talking about wrestling, uh, we were on the road today for a couple hours. Uh, we went first to made a stop in uh, good old Cherry Hill, New Jersey, uh, where we got a chance to meet and, uh, talk to, uh, Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss. Wait, 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 I'm sorry. We can't say her name without saying WWE Women's, Women's Champion. Champion. Women's Alexa, Raw Champion. Women's Raw Champion. Alexa, Alexa Bliss. Bliss. Let me tell you, if you have never seen this woman in person... TV does not do her justice. She was freaking gorgeous. <laughs> so the next time she has a signing in your town, go. <laughs> do yourself a favor. And she was super nice, super sweet. She signed all my stuff. She was freaking awesome. She was awesome. I, I think it, one of the things that I really appreciated about her and meeting her was the first thing at, I, at I walked over there. And, and, you know, when you're in line, you're thinking, oh, I'm just going to meet another celebrity. And you get in front of them and you're like, oh, crap. Like, wow, this person, not only did her beauty, like, like overtake me. And I'm like, uh, don't know what to say. Don't remember my name. But she could see that. So her immediately she's just like, hey, how you doing? And like, oh, I'm like, oh, I'm fine. It's a pleasure to meet you. Reached my hand out, shook my hand. Then the next thing she says to me is, she, I hope you didn't wait too long out there for me. And I'm like, oh, that's that's very that's very nice of her. Like for her to be, you know, a heel on the show, and then in real life, she's like really <laughs> nice. It's kind of it's a little weird. It's you know, I didn't expect her to be like, hey. You done yet? Like uh, you know, be it being well, in she's character. She's not gonna be an asshole to you. Just yeah, you won't have any fans. Exactly. You know. Well, that's not the, that's not a hundred percent true because you have some people that are like Jericho, who he's earned the the right. If you went to the, he's earned the respect because he's called us all stupid idiots at some exactly. point or the other. <laughs> if if he was sitting when we we met him back in 2017 a couple of times, and if you think about when we went together to meet him at bookends. If he would have told you that he was going to put you on the list, well, you would have been upset? No. Yeah, I would have been freaking happy. Like, I just made the list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, but, yes, yeah, it was it was a pleasure meeting her. Um, and then from there, we took a brief stint right down into uh, Philly, uh, where there was a convention at the, what was it, 2300 Arena place? Yeah, 2300 Arena. Um, where we got a chance to see a ton of old superstars. And I don't want to say old in that sense of, like, oh, these old geezers. Oh, man, but, but it, was, it was just an awesome moment. I think well, as soon as we walked in the door, I think the first guy we saw was a uh, badass Billy Gunn. Badass Gun, Billy Gunn. Who is in incredibly good shape Jesus. at that. Like, fucking amazing. And then I think we ran into Teddy Long, yep. Ron Simmons, yep. Honky Tonk Man. Which I didn't uh, even know he was going to be there. Wow. <laughs> yeah. like, and he still looks generally the same. He just has, like, a little bit of a gray streak in his hair. And then the women. Uh, we saw Victoria. Mm-hmm. We saw uh, Melina. Melina uh, uh, Terry Reynolds. Terry Reynolds, And yes. they all look, like, in 
great condition. Like, they, they not that it's like, saying that they wouldn't be, but you know, they look like life and money has treated them well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, they've all had some personal drama that they they've gotten through, and it's good to see that they're still out there embracing the fans. You know, spending time with them. I met Ron Simmons at uh, New York Comic Con, and that was yeah, I missed him there. Oh, my, it was that a, was awesome to, to see him here. It was an amazing moment to see to talk to him or whatever, and. It just just going back to that moment. I think I mentioned that before on one of the episodes, but oh man, like he he had uh, I think the WC, WCW World Title whatever there is like a prop you could hold up. So I held it up and I'm like just having it in my hand. He's like, "Boy, put that up on your shoulder." And I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> I, 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 Did I he was, do the damn? He didn't do it, but I was I was just happy that like he yelled at me. And, he was like, wearing the like, T-shirt today. Yeah, he had the damn. He had it on this, the the day that I took the picture with him too, but. Um, funny enough, wait, did we tell the story about, uh... Oh, yeah. no, we didn't tell the... Uh, Alexa Bliss was the first, like, shocking moment of the day. Second one was after we got some lunch, mm-hmm. we decided to go, you know, browsing around in Target. So as I'm walking into the Target, <laughs> I glance to my left, and I see this tall gentleman, and I turn around to you, and I go, was that Booker T? <laughs> so, and so I'm then, looking And we're looking So then I like catch up with him Cause he was fucking speed walking I don't know if he had to use the bathroom Or was he just trying to get in and get out and I, I dash in front of him And I say in a quiet voice Are you Booker T? <laughs> and he literally turns around and goes Yeah I'm Booker T And I'm like and He said his, everything and was his, sucker it was his just voice like- <laughs> And I'm like how fucking awesome is that? And I was like, holy shit. I'm just fucking walking in Target looking for fucking candy and shit. And I ran into Booker T. I literally remember saying, like, Ronnie did that. And he's in front of him. And you can see Ronnie excited. And he could see the excitement. So he immediately just like, hey, I'm just in here shopping like a normal guy or whatever. Like, he, he was just saying that. And I went to go shake his hand. And before I shook his hand and he turned around because he had his back turned to me talking to Ronnie. And I was just like, holy shit. And he turned around. And I'm like, nice to meet you, sir. Like, I just tried to, like, I'm sitting there thinking, it's the five time, five time, five times WCW champion. Like, oh, my God. I must say, too, with him, like, I'm not a, me personally, like, hairstyle-wise, uh, I'm not a huge fan of dreads. But I can appreciate when somebody has dreads and they're super clean. Oh, yeah, Like, yeah, his yeah, yeah. junk looked like it just got done this morning, and it was super clean, no extra fuzz, anything. I'm a, you know, I got a little he bushy exactly like he does on, on television, too. He was a super cool dude. He's super tall, too. I didn't realize he was uh, so big. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, that was another freaking awesome moment for today. Yeah, so the, the list goes on of how many people uh, we got a chance to... Uh, you know, see and talk to today in terms of wrestling, and it just—it's fitting that everything comes full circle. We're sitting here talking, and, and you it's guys. only January. We still got the rest of the year oh. and a shit ton of events and stuff to go to. So many things are coming up, guys. Um, and also, we want to give you guys a little um, hint or just a little sneak peek to let you know, uh, coming very soon, uh, you guys will be able to come with us on these adventures that we go on uh, because we will be making our way and we're in the process of making that transition over into YouTube land. Yes, uh, so we're you can, coming. So we're you coming. can see my beautiful face on camera. Uh, on the camera. I, I, I don't think that they want to see your beautiful face. I, I don't. I don't. Let, All right, whatever. It's going to be there anyway. You're going <laughs> to see it whether you want to or not. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you know, you'll you'll get a chance to see 
my face and then maybe I'll blur Ronnie's out and replace it with like a bobblehead of like Hugh Jackman or something just so you can see like oh that's Markel and Hugh like who the fuck why is Hugh Jackman in the now we gotta uh I gotta talk about uh the other couple Royal Rumble matches that oh uh, yeah let's look at the Royal Rumble so card the, make a little so bit the next one is uh, AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn which is a fucking stupid match but this is <laughs> happening so I'm going team AJ Styles on this one because if Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn win that fucking title that's just gonna be fucking retarded plain and simple I'll put it to you like this I I feel like WWE is going to try and shock us with some of these matches. I think Royal Rumble is in the beginning of the year. This is the first pay-per-view of the year. And I think that they're going to take their time with this one. Giving them the benefit of the doubt. Not only do I, you know, I'm a stakeholder. And I hope that they continue to bring things in for us. But at the same time, I hope as a fan, um, I want some new and surprising things. I want my jaw dropped when yeah, I see Yeah, but this. I don't want fucking Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens as a champs. That whole yep moving is fucking stupid well, to me. Well, let's just think about that for a second. What could happen there? If if they, let's oh, say, well, you if, know, if they win. fight each other, like, who cares? I don't want to see them fight. No one cares. So what happens if we actually wind up having a situation? If we could have the first ever dual world heavyweight champion. Which is weird because it's like, how the hell do you share yeah, a world but. title? But that question puts into puts that in there and says, okay, will if they win, does that mean every time you fight for the world title, you're fighting two people? Because that's weird. That means that you you as a person or a that contender, is, it is weird, makes it really hard, and stupid. But the only person's career it helps is Sami Zayn. Let's face it that's all it helps is boost him up and he'll finally have won a title oh you mean like Braun Strowman and be relevant no because Braun Strowman is actually relevant <laughs> Sami well, Zayn hasn't been relevant since he was in NXT yeah I think uh it didn't do him too well coming I'm gonna call to I'm gonna go on a limb and say Sami Zayn is probably like Dolph, Zug- Dolph Ziggler's younger brother Oh, in terms of like, in terms of like, where he ranks on the totem pole. No, he. I would say I wouldn't even put him. At in least that Dolph. At least Dolph Ziggler has won titles. Yeah, this is true. But that would be nice if Sami Zayn's first WWE title uh, ver- would first be a dual. A, a dual world heavyweight. I think champion. that that match is literally just a filler match, just because they didn't really know what else to do in that situation till they find a real opponent for AJ Styles at WrestleMania. That would be nice. I can't wait to see who he fights. Um, Maybe Shinsuke Nakamura. That might be a good match. AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura. I mentioned that before because these guys are actually friends. So I know that these guys have crossed paths before. Not in a bad way, but just like kind of they've been in tag team matches together. And I think that would just be an interesting match. I would love, as a fan of Shinsuke Nakamura myself, I would absolutely love to see Shinsuke Nakamura hit hit, uh, AJ Styles with his move. I would also like to hear him go, Kama. <laughs> <laughs> Any chance to hear that is just At WrestleMania, awesome. absolutely. And then for him to win it there, that would be interesting because I think that goes into your prediction for the Women's World uh, uh, Royal Rumble, which you think Oscar's going to win. I, okay, who I want to win is not Oscar. The predictable person that seems likely to win is Oscar. Who would I want to win the Women's Royal Rumble? Hmm. Nijax. Uh, not Nia Jax. Uh, oh, wait, wait. I know who it is. Nia Jax. Maybe even <laughs> Tamina. Like, oh, you mean the little Nia Jax? 
Nah, like, uh, I'm talking about Jimmy Fly Snickers' daughter. Like, her, you mean Nia Jax's cousin? Yeah, like, I don't She Like, they don't push her. She's just, like, kind of like a background character a lot of times. Like, they need to give her a push. She just needed the push. <laughs> <laughs> Little like, Nick Fury push there? Yeah, like, like come on. Like, come on. Like, start using people. Like, you know, this, these people are very talented. She's the fucking daughter of Jimmy Flash Nooker. Oh, he's just a little character that was in the you WWE. Know, you know. Just a Hall of Famer. Just a Hall of Famer, you know. Listen, but hey, she she's not getting the push. She's not getting a storyline. She's getting a check, but she's not getting, you know, the things that she needs. Honestly, I think that you're going to need somebody who wins this, whether it be for Raw or whether it be for SmackDown. If I were if I were going to do it, here's what I would do. I would make it so that two people fall out of this ring from Raw and SmackDown. I would make it so the last person, I would make it down to the last three people. Asuka would be in there. And then I would have somebody else eliminated where it's down to Asuka and this other person. And just when you think Asuka's going to win, her damn ass gets thrown over the top rope. And she loses. Because <laughs> no, I'm I, like, they just got her on like this invincible pedestal right now. She's cool and all. I thought she was a way better fighter in NXT. But uh guess we'll have to wait and see. Is it going to be somebody decent who wins the Women's Royal Rumble? Or is it going to be the predictable Asuka? I, I don't know why. I don't know where we where a lot of people got. Even when we were at the convention earlier and we were talking to people, people felt the same way. I don't know why people are on such a trip of thinking that she's going to win this. I get it. She's undefeated. But she hasn't really been pushed that well in wrestling. Like, I don't... I don't Wait, I feel and like then she, here's another kicker that I think is going to happen. If Asuka does win, maybe she'll challenge Charlotte Flair. Ooh, she'll go over to SmackDown. And challenged, you know, Charlotte. Well, that's that remains to be seen because it's been a while, and I can't. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Somebody can correct me out there, but um, I don't think that you have a choice. I think it's more of you automatically challenge the champion of your show. Oh, well, I think no. that's how it works. So that's one of the reasons why I would want Nia Jax to win because then it becomes the question of friends of like. Team Rude, as they called it. Well, uh, Nia Jackson and um, Alexa Bliss had a small beef in the past. It was did very, she fight her? It was very brief, and they fought, but it didn't really go anywhere. Like I don't think the fans really got excited behind it, so I think that's why they kind of like scrapped it. Well, we shall see if, if that is the case. Um, Onwards to snoozer fest matches. We got uh, the SmackDown Tag Team Championship, the Usos against Chad, Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin. I love the Usos, so I'm Team Uso, even though I think that they're going to give it to Chad and Sheldon just because, like, they need to uh, continue with the push. They need the push. I never thought that Sheldon Benjamin would need a push, but he kind of does. Well, he's been away for a while. you got to earn that shit with, with the fans. Um, I honestly don't see a future with uh those other two guys winning but i get that maybe the usos need to take a break because when was they've been red hot and they've i don't remember i think they've also set a record i forgot how many times now they've been the tag team champion i'm just saying with them when was the last time you haven't seen them around oh yeah like they just went straight from like they even uh, changed their whole persona from the you know they used to do like the homo the polynesian yeah and i'm like now they're down with that day one ish, and I'm down. <laughs> I'm, I'm fans down for life. Day one ish, um, but they haven't really. I don't feel like they've had like a nice break. And that's not to say that they want a break, but 
I haven't seen them have a break. So maybe something happens with that. Um, I think one of the things that, again, both wrestlings are, both sides of uh, the shows are, are suffering from is a lack of tag teams. There's not a lot of tag teams for them to keep going back and forth with because, okay, what are they going to fight? New Day? Was it, wait, is New Day still on SmackDown? Yeah, New yeah. Day is still on SmackDown. They're still on SmackDown, so they got them out of fighting them because, damn it, they were fighting them like every pay-per-view and some special Now They've had their three matches, and they had three fucking good matches they with them. They had amazing matches. So. But at the same time, it's like, okay, so what is the New Day going to do now if they're not fighting for the tag team titles? Are they going to uh, focus on individuals? Nah, they'll have them chucking job for a uh, longer, doing other stuff. Hey, look, yeah, I said it. It's okay. And I know they get six figures to do that, but, you know. Listen, chucking, chucking and jobbing in, in that case, I I think one thing I like about I'd them is... I fucking do it, too, for the amount of money <laughs> they're probably getting. Uh, he's a goddamn sellout, everybody. <laughs> Cha-ching! To the highest bidder, please. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I'm just kidding. No, nah, but I really think that one of the things I appreciate about the New Day is that there's not a lack of in-ring ability. There is there is all the ring ability. Like five, Even Xavier Wood has gotten better. Hell yeah. Like At least he was in the, universe, the uh, U.S. title tournament, which... Segwaying over from uh, the tag team, we can go over to. We go to glorious. Yes, I will defend. I, I will defend. defend victorious. Yes, I just love this theme song. It's cra- it's crazy addictive. But he's gonna fight a mystery opp- opponent, mm. who I'm hoping is not Dolph Ziggler, because that would just be crazy weird. Oh, you mean Dolph Ziggler just Dolph show Ziggler up? Like, shows I'm up back for my like, title. I'm back for my title. That would just be weird. So I actually think he would Hopefully win, they have somebody, uh, a real opponent in mind, and it's not like something, I don't know. I know it is. Nia Jax. Okay, what? you just want <laughs> Nia Jax to win a title, I guess. I just want. I just need Nia Jax to win. That's, that's all. Um uh, then we got uh, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson versus The Revival. Okay, and no one cares. Okay, so, and then after that, <laughs> we also have Kalisto, whoever, whoever versus with no Cruiserweight Championship match on the show. Yeah, no one cares. Because, you know, That's unfortunately, up, the Enzo was released due to, like, some sexual allegations with him so now they don't really have a cruiserweight division in my opinion because he was the best they had wait i didn't know um the raw tag team championship they were having a fight uh oh yeah seth rollins and um justin jordan okay so seth rollins i need you to do me a favor okay i need you to throw this match so that the bar can have the titles back because it's only relevant when it's on them and then you can drop fucking jason jordan and move on with your career yeah like maybe get into i I think that that's gonna escalate to the point where we're gonna have a match between seth rollins and justin jordan well pretty Spoiler alert. I really hope that that doesn't happen. My hope is that we will get... My, you, my, mean, you mean how Justin Jordan every week keeps trying to take over and do things without t- consulting Seth Rollins first? And I'm pretty sure that's going to get to the point where Seth Rollins is going to get pissed. Are we going to get heel Seth up. Rollins again? Because oh, I love heel Oh, that'd Seth be Rollins. dope. But of course they're still going to have a match. Oh, wait, we didn't talk about uh, who's your prediction to win the men's Royal Rumble. We were just talking about him, Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. I would love Seth Rollins to win. Uh, if he if he, d- if he did, like, spoilers, if he did, like, his boy Roman Reigns and dropped the title on uh, Raw, the 25th anniversary, to the Miz, 
Um, I would hope that he drops these titles and maybe he gets a chance to be in the Royal Rumble and freaking wins because at least we can kind of see a redemption story for him because technically he's another one of those champions that didn't lose the title. Yeah. He got injured just like Finn Balor and decided to do it. And if I had a WrestleMania match that I would like to see, um, we kind of seen it uh, uh, raw before, so we I guess we're not really going to see that. But at least for the world title, I'd like to see another Finn Balor and Seth Rollins tear it up for the Raw, uh, well, not, well, I guess it would be the Universal title. Yeah. But Raw since since we already know it's Brock, Brock Lesnar and Braun Strowman and maybe Kane has to be somewhere in that picture, it's it's like it's hard. One of these guys is going in. As long as the main event at WrestleMania is not Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns, why? Not only that match sucks, but we've seen it before, like, twice. Can I get a rematch between Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar? Because if anybody remembers, Brock Lesnar didn't beat him. He didn't He didn't beat him. And he actually was the only one I remember. when they, I think they fought it. If maybe it was SummerSlam or I don't remember what pay-per-view it was. Actually, yeah, it was SummerSlam. Because The Undertaker showed up again after he beat him at WrestleMania to challenge him for that second time around. So, because of that disqualification, he retained the title. But, like, I thought that was uh, amazing. Wait, no, I think, yeah, Seth Rollins retained the title at that point. Yep. Yeah, Seth Rollins retained the title because Brock Lesnar didn't beat him. But if any of our members in that match, he's the only one I've ever seen get taken to Suplex City for a second. And he flipped. And I remember. He, he was, was doing all kind of, like, like uh, reversals. Yes! The dude, he Went to go and do a like the, the the suplex like he normally does, flip over, land on his feet. I'm like, holy shit, Seth Rollins has been watching tapes. I think this guy has Brock Lesnar's number in terms of like he might be the one to be able to put him down. I would like to see that match. Because I don't think that's gonna be an easy walk in the park for either one of them. Don't get me wrong. He's small enough that if he gets taken to Suplex City enough times, his ass will wind up on a nice flight on the F5 and uh, getting counted for the one, two, three. Well, yeah, I was going to say, well, uh, Brock Lesnar did uh, F5 Seth Rollins in that match, and he did pin him, but The Undertaker, yeah, interrupted the count. But uh, mm. <laughs> so, but Seth Rollins did do pretty decent in that match. But he technically never actually beat the guy, and I, I think that's – Something I'd like to see. Something uh, we'd like to see. Maybe we get a chance to see uh, some shakeup in terms of. I don't think before WrestleMania we'll get a shakeup, but maybe you know I'll, I'll throw a rumor out there and say maybe we'll get a, a shakeup of the shows before WrestleMania or something new. Like I like this mix match challenge, which is cool, but something new that's gonna make WrestleMania so much better. Like you gave me like the Miz when in the Royal Rumble. I don't want no fucking Miz. I want the He can't be that's in there. My, he's that's the Intercontinental title. He's the Intercontinental yeah, champion. He is in the Royal Rumble. How is he in there and he got the Intercontinental title? Didn't Seth Rollins have the the uni, the World Heavyweight title and the U.S. title? You can still have both. He wait. He was. In I there. would think that. I would think that if he won, he'd probably have to relinquish the Intercontinental title so if th- he won. That would mean that. Well, no, he wouldn't have to. You, there's no rules in the book. No, it says that you don't have no, to. But because we've had that, Ultimate Warrior with it the. It might actually. Make Make him do that just so they could hold a tournament to, mm. to crown a new universe uh, in a continental champion. I told you, wait, I told you earlier what my prediction was. Uh, I, my prediction for the Braun Strowman, uh, Kane, and uh, Universal Title match with uh, Brock Lesnar. I say that Brock Lesnar walks out of there the champion again, and 
uh, Braun Strowman is pissed off on Raw, and he sees the Miz and breaks his ass in half and yeah, takes his universal cor- title. That's corny, though. Like I want to see him is win. It? Stop diverting. Stop, and, and you're just trying to divert my attention somewhere else so you can make Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. No, stay focused. <laughs> stay focused and put make put the fucking strap on Braun Strowman like we all want. This is my this is my you know what and have Brock Lesnar's ass fight for the for the Intercontinental title. That's disrespectful that? to Brock Lesnar. <laughs> How about that? It's disrespectful to Braun Strowman. He's an NCAA this man, champion. I'm like, if, if somebody says, what's on what's on Braun Strowman's resume that says he deserves a title shot? He put Brock Lesnar's black ass through a announcer table more than Whoa. three times. More than three times. Oh, boy. That's a... Okay. Wait, what happened when oh, they fought one-on-one? Okay. One? What, I'm, what I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask you this question. How many other people have done that to Brock Lesnar? I wait. Samoa Joe. How, how many other people have put Brock Lesnar through an announce table? Samoa Joe. How many other people? It's not, it's not a lot of big people. Oh, it's not a, oh, it's not a lot? Oh, okay. No, because everybody else is like small. Wait, how many people have done it as many times as Braun Strowman has done it in the last couple weeks? Okay, Braun Strowman has manhandled him. I will agree with that. But that doesn't give and you... And I'll ask you this. You, uh, you, you think Samoa Joe take down Braun Strowman easy? Of course not. I don't, I don't <laughs> think that at I, all. I see him trying to go for his little wonderful chokehold and him and get his ass getting put through a table. I could have sworn that happened. I don't remember. I could have sworn they fought before. But I don't remember them fighting before. Listen, I would, I would even I'm pretty sure that... that uh, one thing's for sure with Braun Strowman is at the end... If you notice, most of the t- when the smoke clears from, no matter who he's fighting, there's n- almost positive that there's lots of referees trying to get Braun Strowman away from the person he's fighting, <laughs> and them laying in a pile of their own blood in but most think cases. Think about that. So, okay, let's say we go with your prediction that the world, the universal title, gets put into Braun Strowman's hand. Everybody's happy. Then what if Roman Reigns wins the Royal Rumble? Then he just get beat up again by Braun Strowman. Really? But or is that going to be an easy gonna, spear in order for him to get the world that, title? That, you, you need to mix it up. Like, if The Miz doesn't win the Royal Rumble, my second choice is Finn Balor. That's who I would like to so win. So, wait, Braun Strowman versus Finn Balor? Yeah, that's that'd gonna, be a good match. Oh, and then Finn Balor match. hit him with the coup de grace? Is that what you... That, He'll try to, anyway. <laughs> you going to jump off the top rope and get caught in his hands? I, here's one thing that, like, if, if it came down in the match was Finn Balor against Braun Strowman... Don't do your entrance while you're while you're in that storyline with him because his entrance is way too long and Braun Strowman has been known to run out there and pummel people during their <laughs> entrance. So he would be down by the lights like doom 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 and pummeled. Wait, I would just love to see that. Like he just come out there as the demon. He just grab him by the like the hair and tosses that. Tosses like, that ass off the announcer's fucking. <laughs> Wait, now we're moving on from uh, the Royal Rumble to uh, the 25th anniversary. 25th anniversary! That I was excited. Weeks and weeks going into this shit, I was excited. But then... (laughs) He calls it shit already. I call it shit already because, like, then I watched it and I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, it was... Alright, if I was a teacher and you wrote an essay on the WWE 25th anniversary, I probably would give the 25th anniversary... A C minus. Why a C minus? It just wasn't that good. From the opening with Stone Cold, like Stone Cold literally, I, you know what? I'd want to like high five Stone Cold because just the dude literally got a paycheck to show up and just stun the McMahons because he literally didn't even say anything. Literally showed up, drank some beer, 
Stunder McMahon's left. No, you missed his interview. Did you see his? He had an interview where they like talked to him in the back, and he was like making fun of uh, the oh, commentator. Yeah, I'm not talking about it in the back. I'm talking about when he got to the ring. Like oh, we like yeah, to yeah. hear him in front of everybody. You didn't say anything, and then and then <sighs> and then there was the. Uh, let me move on to the Manhattan Center with the Undertaker, who mm. didn't even show up in the dark like he normally does. Dude just showed up in his giant black bath t- bathroom, <laughs> and he came in the ring and was like digging souls and lots of hoes or whatever he was talking about. And then he was like, then he didn't even make sense. Like he had a few too many drinks in the back. He was like, I beat a lot of people and uh, stuff or rumble, yeah. And I'm like, what are you talking about, Undertaker? Are you gonna fight one more match or not to redeem yourself from that terrible Roman Reigns loss? Well, um, I would say I agree 100% with the him coming out there and not addressing the fans really at all, just going out there and just kind of reading a monologue of like what the Undertaker has done. Like, we know who you are. We know what you've done. We know who you are. I was a little at least 99% of us do. I was a tad bit confused because he had on the hood, and I know he's been away for roughly about a year. Um, I'm not sure if his hair grew back or if he was wearing a wig under there, but there was some long hair under the hood that he didn't take the hood down. So I'm not really sure what was going on there, but um, yeah, it was a little weird. The Stone Cold thing was funny. Um, I'll say that. Uh, the DX thing seemed like um, a, a VFW or Veterans of a Foreign War or, or one of those like you know, retired vets homes type of meeting because everybody looks super old except for, yeah, even Triple H looked pretty old. You know? <laughs> yeah, like they... Spit in the water and... I don't know. They, they, it was too much going on in the ring. Wait, did you see how could've... many times he had... Do you see how many fucking glow sticks that he had? Oh, yeah. I was yeah, like, like a, a pocket full of glow sticks. Of... Like, what the fuck? Like, wait, I get it. You want people to do the X thing, but Jesus. Sorry, go ahead. I, I cut you off. No, it's just... I don't know. I didn't like that at all. I think... One of the biggest highlights I did like is probably going to Brown Strowman again when he put fucking Brock Lesnar through yet another announce table. He literally came out there and manhandled him like it was somebody like a like a parent disciplining their kid that got a straight F report card. (laughs) Came out there and he manhandled him, and then and then the Miz. Be defeating Roman Reigns yet again for the Intercontinental title because to me, I think. I think the Intercontinental title is relevant around The Miz. Let me say this about The Miz. I think that The Miz, I would compare The Miz as a modern day Ric Flair. That's what I would call mm. The Miz. I think The Miz is on the same level as, and I'm not just saying that because he's one of my favorite wrestlers, but I would say, like, just check his resume and just look at his persona, the way he carries himself, the way he, to the confidence and everything. It's just like Ric Flair back in his heyday. I would say I, I could agree with that notion. Um, he's still got some ways to go, of course, but he's going to be there. Like, he's clearly set himself up to be like, I'm not going anywhere. He's tried the movie thing for two seconds and was just like, yep, not going to happen. I'm going to be over here, uh, you know, wrestling every night, being on the road. He do he does have a new kid, which is one of the reasons why I think that he would drop the title again after just winning it. Um, I could be completely uh, wrong. Well, speaking from a parent, I, I don't think the Miz is gonna go on this long break like you think, because uh, raising kids costs money. So if anything, 
his ass will be right back to work in no time. Cause we gotta, we gotta start saving for college and all that good Listen, stuff. Listen, he's doing six figures. He's been an Econo champion. He's got plenty of money to take care of that kid without him having to be at work. But, um, yeah, you know, kudos to the Miz. I have no, like, no, like, no disrespect to him. He is totally awesome now. Like as he used to say, is his freaking catchphrase. Um, Let's see what they do with it. Like, they, they still need people to fight him if they're not going to give it to Brown or give it to somebody else. Like, I let's swear, I'm like, if Brown doesn't win, I feel like I might be done for, for a little while. I know we always say that when, like, we don't like what's going on, but I might be done just for a little bit. Not completely, because I'm a wrestling fan for life. Says every but, wrestling fan But I might have, to, might have to cut. Like The Walking Dead when they killed Abraham and uh, Glenn, I, I might have to stop watching because this is just oh, what a beautiful sickening. episode. That was just that was magic. But, uh, I was like, um, but yeah, I, I think that there's uh, it, it, it's going to be a good pay per view. I I hope I, it's been a few shoddy ones like Survivor Series wasn't really that great. That was the last like big name WWE uh, pay per view. There were some good matches, so I'm hoping that this is like a solid card. Um, they haven't had that in a while, so I'm looking. I'm hoping that the Royal Rumble itself, with all of its mystery people, uh, will actually CM Punk. CM Punk, man. You know, there's been some whispers of CM Punk being in the arena and maybe signing again. There's been whispers of Ronda Rousey making her debut. Look, the last this. time that I got super excited about the fucking Royal Rumble, I believe was it last year. I think it was a year before when AJ Styles showed up. So I hope they have like somebody in store on that level because that'd be freaking awesome. I gotta think about people from other wrestlings that haven't really been. Um, like I would love to see what the heck was the dude's name that fought uh, Chris Jericho, uh, Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega. I'm pretty sure he's not gonna come over, but Kenny Omega would be someone I would love to see in the WWE. Um, hell, I'd like to see Jericho in the in there. I know he's not gonna win, but I'd love to see him in there. So hopefully, I know they usually put out like a list of like eighteen to twenty people, and then they leave the other ten slots open to whoever decides that they want to be in the Royal Rumble. So hopefully, we get some really interesting people. I'm pretty sure we'll get some celebrities in there. We might get Shaq to come back out there again. I hope not. Why don't they uh, put that with relevant wrestlers and not like? Yeah, I know it's all for fun of the show. I guess. But why don't we limit that to maybe one or two people? Yeah, it's always like one or two people. It's not like Pete Rose comes running out there and then immediately gets run, thrown out. Or like, what's his name? Uh, what was the guy with the the Cobra? What was his name? He, that the you know another guy that I'm like I'm totally forgetting about that would be cool if he won the Royal Rumble. Jeff Hardy. Oh, that so would be this is like a twisted. Oh. Yeah, we uh, we do have a, a podcast. We do. Hey guys, so we uh, as we mentioned before, we do have like a live podcast. So uh, we tend to go out in the world and have our podcast. So we just had uh, Chris. Uh, uh, Chris Chris in the studio here uh, was asking about our show. Uh, this is Ronnie and Markel make a podcast. We are on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. You can subscribe to us, uh, and you'll be on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going to listen to you guys in a couple of minutes as soon as I get home. Excellent. Oh, cool. Thank you. Uh, we have probably a few more minutes on the show. And uh, yeah, so you would definitely. Ronnie and Markel make a podcast. Ronnie and Markel. I'm going to look it up now, bro. Excellent. Oh, thanks. Thanks, man. 
So, uh, guys, again, uh, we mentioned before, uh, we love, 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 love our format for this show because most, things like mostly, that can happen. Most, you know, he mostly saw me and was like, man, that guy looks really smart and stuff. So yeah, I, he I, saw your beautiful faces. Yeah, and saw, yeah, and I was like, okay, yeah, check out our podcast. He's, he's, uh, he, he's, he's, the, uh, he's the pretty girl in this situation. So, yeah, we, we use Ronnie all the time to attract people with fans. Uh, maybe that's why you guys are here. I uh, think... Is that it? Was that it for? I think that's it for WWE news. Um, I think so. I think so. But uh, again, to address the um, the what we just had happen a few seconds ago. Uh, if you guys ever happen to see us out in the world doing the podcast, we are usually here with a laptop, some microphones, and uh, maybe a couple of pop filters. Um, and we are out in the world, usually recording it because we enjoy the fact that we get a chance to meet people we've met. Uh, professional wrestlers we've met writers we've met uh people just studying for tests and because we've gone to all different kinds Who of doesn't locations like pop culture like, everyone loves yeah pop everyone culture. loves pop culture so we like to be out there so if you ever see us out somewhere recording feel free to come on over we'll be more than happy to have you on the show for a second or maybe even have you as a future guest so uh don't hesitate to uh come over and talk to us it's uh Two black guys, one with an afro and one with a little short hair. Unless, cut. unless you're creepy, then then hesitate. <laughs> yeah, take it, take your time. Yeah, if you're a little creepy and you know you see something, it's like I'd like to wear his skin. Like All you know right. something. Okay, I'll be calling nine one one on you. Alrighty then. But uh, speaking um, of uh, other people with beautiful faces, beautiful Brie Larson. Ooh. I'm talking about Brie Larson's oh, yes, wonderful outfit for that has surfaced online for Captain Marvel. So your quick thoughts, sir. Honestly, and I don't know how old half the people that are listening, when I look at the outfit, I think Robert Townsend and I think Meteor Man. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm like, do based on I, don't, colors. I don't know if it's that color because, like, they're doing, you know, like... Uh, mocap work yeah, or Mocap something. work or whatever, but uh, maybe. I, but Okay. Well, well, so far, so good. I still like realizing in the role, so we'll see where this is going to go. She, I, lo- she looks happy in the photo. I love the fact that the internet, within, like, 24 hours, found got the photo and immediately photoshopped it and then returned it to the internet. It was amazing. Like I've seen plenty of uh, plenty of pictures online now where they've recolored it in the, in the proper uh, colors. Because if you look at the picture online, if you've seen it, uh, most of the original pictures are like green, a uh, sort of turquoise and blue, um, and then people redid it in the blue and the yellow uh, as it normally is and the red. Um, so hey, look, we we all know that she's going to be in upcoming Avengers movies, an upcoming solo project with uh, her and Nick Fury and a couple of other people, including her rumored to have her villains as the Skrulls, as well as it's rumored that her um, story itself will take place before all of the other stories that we know right now. Which might be, in my own prediction, I think that they may decide to take a different approach which is i think that they're going to split the next phases up to prequel movies and future movies future movies as in events post um affinity war and whatever else happens there as well as a few movies that are building up to the movies of all the phases that we already watched for over uh, the last like 10 or sounds, 12 years. sounds legit to me i would love to do it now again we have no ties to the business whatsoever so hey look that's Exactly, just our own prediction is. Don't worry, we're not like super famous yet, so no one's gonna be like Ronnie and Markel said. (laughs) 
if you want to, please, by all means, go ahead and do that. I will be more than happy but, to uh, debunk your rumor. I feel like me, I'm more old school, so I'm like, I don't really look at, I just look at all this stuff like for the podcast, but for me as the moviegoer, I don't read too many of the stories and stuff because I like the old school nostalgia of going to the theater and actually being surprised. I agree. I, I, I enjoy being surprised and I want to um, I want to see these guys impress me. I've been reading this stuff for years and I know again, I've said this many times, I'm not one of those comic nerds that are like uh, it wasn't like it was in the book or uh, why, you know yeah, so why did they always talk like I that? I was going to say that I was going <laughs> to say like, why do, when people say something about like nerds or geeks, even myself I just did that, like the voice of like someone, some nerd every, who's so annoying. Every nerd on earth has a voice like Urkel, you heard yeah, it was, here first I was going to say that, like gents. maybe it's just like hearing Steve Urkel growing up that just put it into my head that all annoying nerds sound that way but uh, I think uh, from the era that we grew up in if you remember when we were fucking kids it was not cool to be a nerd not so, at all so I guess it's a little different now now tricks uh, dudes that look like Steve Urkel walk around with girlfriends that look like uh, what's the name from Transformers Megan Fox so <laughs> we're in a totally different time period no it's a totally different time period because Back in back when we were in high school, you couldn't walk into a locker room after after like gym class and go, guys, did you see the new Spider-Man movie? Yeah, because you'd have like <laughs> three towels over your head and <laughs> beating the shit out. Oh, of you, you like Spider-Man? Here's some webs in your face and like toss you into a locker or something or like throw towels at you. Now you go into there and if you don't know about that, yo, what you mean you ain't going to see that new Black Panther movie? What the hell? That don't make no sense, man. You ain't cool. Now you have a combination of. Science nerd jocks. Can't so you, freaking wait though. Man, I'm excited. Sorry, wait, didn't, mean to, didn't mean to cut you off. I'm still looking at the Brie Larson. Like I'm, ex- Jesus I'm excited. I'm a big Brie Larson fan in general. So we got uh, a chance to wait. No, you weren't. You were you? I went. There? I was at the Kong interview. Oh, okay. I, I got say, to see the woman in person. Didn't yes. didn't get to grab a photo or an autograph with her. Maybe in the future. She maybe when good. Captain Marvel comes out. But uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, it was still cool to to be in the same room with uh this woman, which is awesome. Absolutely. More movie news. Um, this is a story that I found uh scrolling around online. Uh, Selma Blair. If you guys remember her, she was uh the love interest of uh Hellboy in the original movies with Ron Perlman. Uh, she had a little bit to say about the new reboot, which is great. She didn't have as much to say like some celebrities who are in the original version and they make a reboot and they go, you can't do it without us. She didn't feel that way. She felt heartbroken because she felt like she really wished that they made a Del Toro um uh, the third movie. So apparently there was a, th- a third movie written. But it well, never seen the light of day. Well, I guess maybe if this new one comes out and it's shit, we could say, told you so. I guess you should have <laughs> made that third one that we were all waiting for all those years. But, uh, this but one is, I don't know. This one is supposed to be dark and gritty. Um, she said that she wishes everybody the best of luck. And, like, you know, she hopes that they have fun. 
Um, so it was very heartfelt. And I think that's how I would personally be if I was in something and then they made a reboot of it. I would not be, I would be like Andrew Garfield saying like, hey, Tom Holland, like best of luck, kid, you know, do your best, be Spider-Man. It's a lot of work and, you know, just make sure that you get in and get out and not get stuck in Spider-Man. You know, it would be hilarious for uh, David Harbour, the new Hellboy. Mm-hmm. It would be hilarious if he was just like fighting in an action scene and then Eleven showed up like, Papa? Uh, wrong wrong scenario kid (laughs) (laughs) that was a nice Stranger Things uh, reference there if you guys uh, aren't aware that is an amazing show if you've not watched it I've seen both seasons it's like all together it's like a 26 hour movie but you won't feel it because it's a fucking jizz fest if you grew up in the 80s Oh, you mean it's a wait? What it actually is, what, not not just a jizz fest, but I think what they do is the first time around they give you like just a little taste of nostalgia coke, and then by the time season two hits, they got a plate sitting there with a line of nostalgia coke. <laughs> yeah. and you were going through the lines like, no, this is so good. It feels like Ghostbusters. Uh, I mean, that's what it felt like. It's it's amazing. Again, I've never done coke myself. But I can imagine that all of the wonderful nostalgia coke that they're putting out there. Uh, <laughs> nostalgia coke? Mm, okay. Nostalgia coke. Okay. Moving on. Put- moving on. I think that's the new uh, drink from Coca-Cola that's coming out. Nostalgia coke. Oh, God. Always makes you happy. <laughs> um, okay. So what do we have here? Some movie news. Uh, what else we got? We got, we got a confirmation that you guys might be excited about this. Maybe. Maybe not. Um, they've confirmed the Man of Steel sequel and the Nightwing movie that we're going to get some details on on Valentine's all Day. Right, Nightwing. Yeah, no one cares. You seem excited, right? I'm not excited at all. They don't. They need to cancel the Nightwing movie and maybe even the fucking Man of Steel. I uh, ha- DC is just making me mad. No, my, no, no, my, no, no. Maybe no. they should just keep making TV shows and not movies. I have a prediction that I'm going to put out there in D.C. If you ever get a chance to listen to this, please do yourself a favor. Continue. Even though these movies aren't that great, they're okay. Continue making mediocre films? No, 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 no. Please stay in continuity because that was, again, we talked about that with Justice League where they forgot about their own continuity. It's simple. It's called... The reboot button. No, 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 no. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna focus on. They're, they're in a, they're in a pickle here because you can't exactly hit the reboot button because Wonder Woman's actually good. That's why I'm saying reboot button is a bad idea. Here's, here's my prediction. Okay, um, I, the, there's one character in your series that has always, even in the comic books, has been your long-standing character to save your universe when shit is not going so great. His name is Batman. Now, the way that you use him to save this, if you're going to make a Nightwing movie, if anybody remembers in the shitty Batman vs. Superman movie, there was a moment where we got a chance to see Batman think about the Joker, uh, I'm sorry, Robin, who uh, died, who has the costume and it has the spray paint of of him like, hey, this is a joke. I don't remember what it was because, Jesus, I don't try to remember that movie. Um, but he mourned the death of losing a Robin. Now, if I were you, I would make it so that the next Batman movie, fuck doing, uh, what's his name, Uh, Deathstroke. Don't do that. Because Batman can beat him in about the first 30 minutes. It'll turn into Whiplash from Iron Man 2. Don't do that. Do a Red Hood movie. It continues into the continuity of your series. 
that Batman, that Robin that he's mourning and thinking is dead to come back to life and be the villain in the movie? And the Red Hood story is a fucking amazing story. I honestly don't think that's going to work because they haven't done too much character development and story to make you care about anything they've done. But if I do a solo Batman movie and I focus on the Red Hood and I'm saying that this character, this badass Robin is going to come back and be a problem for Batman... I'm okay with that. The, the other first thing, thing if you if that's going to work, the first thing that they need back is Christopher Nolan. Whatever they got to do to the make The last this guy work. who made movies that we cared about. So I don't need Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan has and given me his and vision I don't of mean, Batman. And I don't mean like like doesn't have to exactly be that vision. It just has to be good and he's made good films. Christopher Nolan's Batman is outdated. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. It's outdated. It's 2018. His Batman is outdated. You can you cannot have you don't give me another Christopher Nolan. How many Christian articles are online about those movies sucking? They but it's outdated. That's it's not, not what I mean. I'm not saying do that Batman. I'm saying use him to make to put you back on track oh, with good but movies. But that's what he's gonna make, though. That's what I'm. Af- I'm afraid that if he, if, if he, you give this guy the blueprint, you give him the like. He's a director. He's a writer too, but he's a director. You give him the script. You give him the vision. Guide you in the right direction. He already told. He already. He already gave us what he thinks of Batman. His interpretation of him. All right, well, continue on with what they've been doing because it's been great so far. It's not been great, but it, it has potential to. I'm, that's what I'm just saying. I don't continue I, down the path of their own continuity. I would say that that's what I would do for. Like a solo you're Batman saying, movie. continue making the shitty movies, and now you're gonna make a halfway. Like, why are we focusing on Nightwing when you still haven't given me everything correctly for Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman? Like, focus on those three. But stop going to stop fo- jumping around to Shazam and all these other... Focus on your first three. Focus. Focus? So, man, still- Wait, like, as uh, the guy said, and uh, to quote the guy from Knocked Up, tighten it up. Tighten up your core characters before you just go jumping all over the place. Look, you don't have to compete with Marvel. Yeah, I said it. You don't have to compete with Marvel. You have established characters that people know and love. Take your time. The problem with DC movies, especially like the newer ones, not the old ones, but the new ones, they all feel and look rushed. Stop rushing. Take your Except time. Except for Wonder Woman. Didn't feel rushed. Take your time and make a good movie. That's all we ask for. I I will say that it's going to be hard. It I, I just These are just my thoughts in terms of what I think that could work in the context of what they have. We know they're not rebooting. We know they're not rebooting. So if you want to focus on the characters, what could you focus on more with Batman? Tighten Getting it de- up. Tighten it up. Get deeper into the Bat the Bat universe. Because even in the comics, if you remember, I'll, I'll go into my, my nerd knowledge base. Even when the New 52 comics came out, if you look at the titles that were there, most of those titles were Batman titles. They I'm were, gonna, they were versions you, of Batman or somebody gonna, from Batman's I'm going to sit here and tell you right now, that scene that you told me about with him with the... I didn't even remember that. 
That's how I know it's not memorable. Batman versus Simba. So I'm just, I'm just saying. It's not even memorable. I wonder how many other people right now, like, oh, that happened in Batman versus Superman. Yeah, I don't even remember. I don't even remember. I don't even remember that. I don't even remember that because, like, about 30 minutes into the movie, I was just starting to get annoyed and angry that this movie <laughs> wasn't good. So I was losing focus to begin with. I know you have bad memories in that movie, and and I think many people do. But again. I'm just analyzing what they've already given me and the, the, the vision of what they've already given me and saying, if you want me to tighten up my core characters, we know we're going to tighten up. Wonder Woman is already pretty tight. She's been in, in two movies. She's been in two movies besides Justice League and her character itself. She's pretty tight. Gal Gadot is your new Wonder Woman. Henry Cavill, I'm OK with him as Superman. He's becoming the the boy wonder or the, or the, man, sorry, the man, man of steel. steel wasn't that it bad. wasn't that bad. It was the. It was, it, was, a, it was like seventy thirty. Batman Superman is supposed to be the character that I have hope in. In terms of like, he's the Goku character. He's the character that's like when everything else looks pretty bad, and like even when he's getting beat, that moment where he gets his stuff together and he's figuring out things, he's unstoppable. You yeah, can't. Don't beat we him. have? Uh, don't we also have Aquaman coming out this year? Aquaman is this year, Aquaman, isn't it? it? Aquaman, they need... I, I, I think I, it's this year. It is this year, and I really hope that they move it because they're going to be bombarded with three Marvel movies this year. Black Panther, so uh, oh, you mean, War, it, you mean if it's, if and it's not good, then they're just digging a deeper hole? Do not bring it out in the same year as no three movies. I think it's crazy that last year we got Justice League, which completely sucked, and now this year we're getting Infinity Wars. And the only thing that I keep trying not to think in my head is that I guess they're going to show us how a movie should be done. Like, this is not going to just be a movie. This is going to be an event. We're all going to be in the theater like, just, like, that's, like, I'm supposed to feel like how I felt as a kid when I watched, when I watched Christopher Reeve Superman movies. And yeah, I'm going to take it back that far. Like, I had goosebumps. Those movies were fucking amazing. Listen, I don't want to beat a dead horse with these guys. We've 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 destroyed. We don't. I and I will say personally for me, I don't feel any harsh feelings against DC, and I think you. Agree no, I don't as well. have any harsh, no harsh feelings. feelings. I just want them to. Like, I want you to succeed, dude. What are you doing? He's like, I'm a nerd. I want you to, to to come out with some really nerdy stuff so I can and get some of that that nostalgia coke. That's what I need. They need to go to the right people and give me the nostalgia. Yeah, we'll just call it for. nostalgia. Let's, let's drop the coke. You don't want the coke? Okay. Yeah. Just a little bit of nostalgia. Um. So let's well, go continue into with DC. With I think DC? Uh, Black Lightning. Black Lightning. Yes. Black Lightning. So let's talk about the TV universe, which is doing fantastic. The TV universe is doing just as well. Yeah, makes you wonder why they don't use any of those writers and directors. I have no idea. I, I will say that... Hey, Chris, what's up? Uh, I will say that um, I believe that the show that they brought on there now is definitely going to be something that's going to last. It's definitely going to be something that's very relevant in this time frame. The show that I'm talking about is Black Lightning. Uh, that premiered on the 16th of this month. And the second episode is dropped already, and I think the third one is going to be this coming week. I haven't watched the second episode, but... What's my, your thoughts on the first the one? The first one, I liked it. I liked the episode. I liked the messages. They talked about, like, racial profiling, and I'm pretty sure they're going to hit a bunch of other points. The only thing I didn't like about it was his outfit. I his think outfit. it looks stupid as fuck, oh. but... 
you know, I going into this didn't know much about Black Lightning. I literally thought that he got the powers through his suit. I didn't know he actually literally had the powers. So I would continue to watch and I thought it was pretty good. Also, guys, for anyone who doesn't already know this, but I'll share it with you anyway, the significance of Black Lightning being not only the first uh, black, uh, black superhero TV show on that CW network, uh, but also within the Balantiverse or Arrowverse, as they, they call it. Um, he's also uh, DC's first black character. Hey, hey. So it's it's pretty, it's right in time for Black uh, Black History Month coming right up in uh, about hey, a week. Hey, got um, lots so of stuff. It's going to be cool that to see you know them consistently bring us some great content and show us that world because... Let's face it, like we all are, you know, of the same species, but we all do have different cultures and we all have, do have different things that are culturally unique to one another. And I think that it's important for them to continue to make movies that are culturally relative, whether it be Coco when Disney's going to make a movie that where you learn about, like, you know, Spanish families and their traditions, uh, whether you bring Marvel and uh, you have Miss uh, Khan. Me- Mexican. They were Mexican, right? Yeah. Oh, Mexican. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. I, I, I was trying to dance to the line of like, I want to say Spanish. Okay. It's Mexican. Um, but at the same time, you have like, you know, things like Black Lightning and like all these other things that like Luke Cage, you have all these different shows. So you can see all these different worlds and see how similar as well as things that are very different as well, because there's some lessons there that you can learn. Uh, I, I feel like I'm on a soapbox here, but you guys get what I'm saying in terms of it being we need a lot of, um, you know, diversity on television so that uh, we can it's, it's see. getting to that point. Yeah. And it's, it's getting a lot better. It's progressing uh, to a point where it's becoming more and more the norm. And as people grow up and, you know, the next 10, 15 years, I think that we will constantly see more, you know, uh, f- female uh, driven plots, all black plots, all, all uh, casts. Sorry. Um, all, you know, Indian cast, all whatever cast of, of movies and things like that. Because that's another thing you haven't really seen. Like, I haven't seen a, um, like, a, besides, like, your 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 typical sort of, like... Masters m- of None? Ma- yeah, Masters of None. <laughs> I yeah, like, say. I haven't seen any... Yeah, I, I think the diversity train is picking up speed. There's a lot of different diverse things coming out in terms of movies, TV shows. I think... I think it's gotten definitely better over the last few years. A lot years. better. And, and, it, and it really boils down to all of the other movements that are happening right now, as you may know, in the world. Um, I think that it, it boils down to just people not sitting there and being quiet, but actually saying, like, hey, we need more of these things. But not only just saying it, but just saying, forget it. We decide to do it. We're going to just make a movie. We're going to talk to the studios. We're going to get good writers, and we're going to go and make this stuff happen. So... Uh, again, that's well, that's my moral of the story for today. Uh, one of um, one a- two actors I want to point out though from Black Lightning, James Remar, okay. who's a fucking veteran actor. Yes, He's from Forty Eight Hours, and he was in uh, Too Fast, Too Furious, and a couple other movies. But it was it's great to see him in something again. Like not that he's gone away; he stayed consistent over the years. But great to see him. But more importantly. Uh, one a wonderful woman that like I don't know if many people know her China McLean. Yes, but she's she coming up. She has there. come a long way. I remember her from so many different Tyler Perry movies when she was a little girl. You mean Daddy's was, little girl? Daddy's little girl, and I'm yeah. like, wow, she's like a grown woman now. It's like shout out to China. Awesome. Keep doing your thing. Another one I'd put on my list to, to meet one day. That'd be pretty awesome. Absolutely. 
Uh, I think we're going to round up things today with uh, something different. We're going to actually uh, hit into Toyland. So, Toyland. Uh, we got some upcoming pops that are going to be coming exclusive to Target as well as Walmart, as well as uh, some sad news in Toyland. But we'll first let Ronnie tell you a little bit about some of those upcoming pops you can go look for uh, coming up in the next like month or so. Some uh, of the ones got? that I'm looking for, uh, they they brought out a new 20th uh, anniversary series of Buffy the Vampire Slayer pops. Oh, yeah. So they have Faith, who had never had a pop before until they made the Double Pack series recently at New York Comic Con last year. Mm-hmm. But now she has her own individual pop. And they made one of Xander, finally, from uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. They have one of Willow. They also have one of Willow when she was evil. That was a beautiful and, episode. Um, I can't wait to get my hands on those wonderful bad boys. Uh, also, Ho- hopefully for- a chase as well. Ooh, a chase would be nice. Uh, again, I, I guess you guys already know I, I don't collect the pops, but I absolutely love that they continue to make them because a lot of them are very beautiful. Um, one of the ones that I've seen recently that you were telling me about that uh, has been selling out is uh, uh, Hit. Uh, hit hit from Dragon Ball Super. Ah, yeah, for the Funko, which I actually managed to snag one for myself. Woohoo! <laughs> uh, that is a is that a Toys R Us exclusive? Uh, yeah, Toys R Us exclusive. Mm, mm. Uh, what about what's some other ones? Uh, oh yeah, I mean, another one from Buffy that I forgot to mention was uh, Giles. If oh. you remember the wonderful. Uh, uh, her guardian, which is uh, he has one as well, holding a cross. I gotta get my hand on that one, and I got there's an exclusive chase one with Xander with an eye patch. I have to get my hands on that one as well. I remember that, that pretty dope. Um, good luck to anybody out there trying to get the target exclusives. I have never been fucking successful snagging one. This is not uh, this is not a jab at Target, but uh, if you guys want to bump up those inventory stocks for those things, because they're I don't know what's going on. There's like a conspiracy to not get any Target exclusives yeah. or Walmart. Yeah, something weird going on because I remember we just went to Target and we were looking for the uh, exclusive Black Panther ones. They looked in the system. We gave they them. They couldn't the, even find the shit in the system. Couldn't even find it in the system. It's like how can you announce it being exclusive to a place and then all of a sudden. Poof, it just disappears off the radar of all the stores. But um, speaking of stores, there is some sad news uh, uh, for toy stores. Uh, the beloved Toys R Us uh, earlier, I think last year, uh, filed for bankruptcy. But going with, along with that bankruptcy, they have announced that they're going to be closing 100 and 80 stores. stores. 180 stores across the United and they States. They're closing like fucking every one of them in our neighborhood. Holy crap. Guys, we are, we are based out of New Jersey. We're looking at the list. You can Google it online and see all the stores that they are closing because these are the ones that are on the chopping block. And I'm gonna, I got to tell you, there's at least like, I, I'm in the state of New Jersey. There's not that many, but they're closing probably about 12 to 15 stores in this state. So, if you guys are looking to buy some toys coming up pretty soon... Keep your eye on Toys R Us, because I'm pretty sure they're going to have a shit ton of clearance sales soon. 60% off and 90% off and just You're going to see parents drop kicking and clotheslining each other for, <laughs> for the, the deals. So, so, it looks like they're going to be having Black Friday deals earlier in the year, as opposed to the end of the year. Um, but they're going to be starting the closing of stores uh, in uh, the mid-February. So, you have a little bit of time... Uh, you can check with your local stores and see if you, that store is on the chopping block and find out maybe if they know any details of when they're going to have things go on sale. 
Uh, I have my eyes on a couple things already. We were looking at some of the Thundercat toys that are going to be there. So, um, yeah, again, keep your, your check your local listings and find out uh, what toys are us going to be closing in your area. Uh, but I think that is about it. You got anything else for me, sir? Um, just for everyone to have a pretty, pretty awesome week, and uh, we'll all see you soon. Guys, that, I think that wraps it up for us here at the Ronnie and Markel podcast. Uh, this, again, is episode 22. Uh, please do not forget to hit that like or subscribe button uh, to continue to hear awesome episodes for us. It will be automatically downloaded to your device. You don't have to be like any any back in the day where you have to download this stuff and wait for your dial-up internet. No, 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 no. We all have <laughs> cell phones, uh, so we can get the episodes automatically downloaded to our device, and you'll get an alert and say, boom, Ronnie Markell has a new episode. Listen to it. There you go. Yeah, you- don't forget to uh, follow us on Twitter at uh, Ron Mar Podcast. Uh, shoot us an email at ronnieandmarkel at gmail.com. And check us out on Instagram at Ronnie and Markel Podcast. Also, keep in mind, uh, we just had our first winner of our uh, giveaway. We're going to be doing uh, monthly giveaways uh, for our podcast. So this month we had our Rick and Morty pack. Uh, next month uh, it is going to be a Dragon Ball Z pack. So we may be giving away an entire prize pack of a few items from Dragon Ball Z uh, to go along with the uh, hit uh, TV show Dragon Ball Z Super, as well as some other characters you might know from Dragon Ball Z. So stay tuned to our Instagram uh, where you can enter any of our trivia contests and win some great prizes. Uh, please, again, subscribe to us if you're using But Android. you got to listen to the podcast. You got to listen. You got to be in it to win it. Um, listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes podcast. Uh, what's the other one? Tune in. So many different ones. I'm losing track of all the networks that we're on. Wherever you listen to a podcast, we're probably on there. So please just look us up. Ronnie and Markel make a podcast. This is episode 22. Until then, we'll see you next time. Peace. Peace. Peace.